Hi there, welcome back to Bloomscape. This is Jemima. I'm the other blogger behind Blooming While Waiting page and I decided to start this podcast with the goal of encouraging and equipping those who are young in faith. So if you're tired of just mere positivity in the Christian faith, come here and jump right in. So the purpose of this podcast is to point you back to Christ and to prioritize Jesus first and Jesus always in every heart issue that we have because I believe that the gospel is the answer to everything. Okay, so thank you for listening and joining this podcast still. And we are on our fourth episode. And we are on our third month uh, this year. How amazing that, uh, yeah, we're all growing and uh, persevering and also learning along the process. And we thank the Lord that we accomplished the month of February for all of the things that we need to do. Uh, We're still here living and reading. So... I hope that you stay motivated to finish the race and also to know why you are doing what you're doing because your why will determine your actions in life. So, so I chose this topic of brokenness where you can see in the title of this episode, your brokenness is not wasted. Because I think that, yeah, all of us have been broken and at some point of our lives and when you hear the word brokenness it has a negative connotation in this world like no one wants to be broken in this world right Uh, you you don't or you won't pray for uh, brokenness because it's not a positive thing to be broken like when someone is broken it's messed up or it's shattered it's it's about to fall apart and there's no hope in brokenness but we will see in this passage how god uses our brokenness for his glory and how he redeems um with our weaknesses he can be our strength um i was meditating uh, this passage which is Jacob wrestles with God on, it can be found on Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 to 32. Let me read it with you. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel. Because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. That is the word of the Lord. So while I was meditating and studying this passage for the past few days, 
before I um, created and published this podcast, I was during my reflection, I was asking God, like, why would you allow to or why would you bless someone like Jacob? His whole life, he is a deceiver. In fact, literally, Jacob means deceiver or a grabber. Um, in the first place, he deceived his brother uh, for a birthright with just a soup. <laughs> and um, yeah, he also deceived his father saying that he is Esau and that no Jacob knows that his father, who is Isaac, favors Esau more than him. So yeah, he dressed up. And then yeah, he was asked by his mother, who is Rebecca, to um, yeah deceive his father so that he can have the blessing. All his life, he was looking for validation or blessing, and yeah, he he fled uh, from his uh, brother, who was Esau, who had vowed to kill him because of deceiving him. And then, yeah, he went to Laban. And then, um, in the first, uh, on the first part of his life, he deceived people, right? And on the second part of his life, he was deceived. So, because of the culture or to the, the tradition in Laban's family, uh, he needs to serve seven years before he can marry um, his daughters. And then he was deceived um knowing that he needs to um serve again for another seven years just to get Rachel because um he needs to marry Leah so that he can get Rachel as well. So actually it it's really a complicated family. And yeah, I'm really just really amazed how God is using everyone in the part of the story to let us know that all of these people are sinful. All of these people are broken, like us. And who needs redemption? Who needs a savior? And you can see how sin affects everyone, right? That we just think that sin, oh, it's just um, it's just temporary happiness for myself. It won't affect everyone. But yeah, again, uh, we can see the generational um consequences and we can all relate to it um even in our modern time right now that when someone in our family member is sinning it really affects the heart and the relationship that we have with other people and what's my learning and what what is something that i wanted to share as encouragement in this passage Number one point is God meets us in our brokenness. You see, we're all like Jacob. We have, we're all longing for appreciation, for validation, for blessing, right? During um, how he wrestled with God, he said that, I won't let you go unless you bless me. Like Jacob, we are looking for someone to to bless us to let us know that hey i appreciate you that you are worthy that that you are loved and valued jacob is like that and i know that you are like that too in this season you're looking for someone or for something to make you feel that you are 
worthy in this world. And we're looking in the lo- wrong places, right? We're looking for achievements, for success, for relationships, for the praises of other people. Yet, at the end of the day, it feels like we're all still broken. We all need healing. We all need to fill that void in our heart that no one else can fill. And only God can fill that emptiness of our hearts. What I also appreciate during the time where Jacob wrestled with God is Jacob is at the weakest point of his life. You see, um, he he's fleeing from uh, his anxious about his life because uh, Esau um, vowed to kill him because of what he did in the past. And then he is anxious, he struggles alone in the river. He's physically tired and weak. And God met him there. Like us, God uses our pain and brokenness to call us, to cling unto him, to to really go back to God and saying that, God, I am tired, I am lonely, I am broken. I, I need you. I need your love, your grace, and forgiveness. And yeah, it's not Jacob who come back to God. It's God who meet him there, who initiated, who is always pursuing us, even to the deepest and darkest time of our lives. And you don't have to come to God when you're already perfect, fixed, or healed. You come to God at the messiest day messiest part of your lives and you involve him there because he's the only one who can mend uh, the broken parts and he's the only one who can fix us not ourselves we cannot do it by our own and just like what c.s lewis said let me just say this with you he said pain insists upon being attended to God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. And yeah, you see the brokenness. Why are you asking God, why are you allowing this to happen to my life? Why I'm still waiting or why you haven't answered my prayer for the past few years? I've been, been longing for it. And really pray that God will speak to your heart that, hey, you don't need all of these. You need God. You need Him alone. Not the blessing, not the people, not the success, not relationships. You need Him. He is the only one that we need. And all of these things that we are praying for, it's just really a bonus or it's just you will know along the process that, God, I need your love more than anything of this world because you alone can satisfy. So my second point for this passage is, I wanted to remind you that God walks with us in our pain and brokenness. I praise praise God that we have a God of comfort. We have a God who empathizes with us in our weaknesses, who became broken for us 
so that we can have a relationship, a personal relationship with Him. Like what I've said a while ago, He is a God who initiates, who loved us first before we can love Him back. And uh, yeah, you can see that Jesus became broken for us and with us so that this lost world, this broken world, can be reconciled again, can be redeemed again um, in a loving relationship with our Father. In the Bible, if you see God face to face, you'll get burned. That's how holy, righteous, set apart He is. That's why in the passage where Jacob wrestles with God, where he mentioned that I will not let you go unless you bless me. He's no longer afraid of his life. He's just really longing for God. And it's also um, a, a check of faithfulness for Jacob. Like, would you rather be, would you rather get death or would you rather be killed or would you rather see God face to face? And he saw God face to face. What's amazing about that is God himself lowered his character and actually you can see that this is a foreshadow of how Jesus sacrificed himself for us um, based on the verse on Philippians chapter 2 verse 7 the attitude of Christ, verse 6, who existing in the form of God did not consider equal, equality with God something to be grasped, verse 7, but Jesus emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Jesus humbled himself that I will lower down myself for you so that I can be with you even he even if he knows that he is a god. And just like in this passage where Jacob wrestles with God, God lowered himself so that he can meet Jacob personally. Why can't he just tell Jacob that hey, I'm the one who can only satisfy you? He's God who seeks a personal relationship with us. He just don't he just doesn't love us verbally. He loves us unconditionally and it's based on truth and with action. Again, love is an action word. If God could have just shouted from heaven that he loved us. Yes, he loved us, but the radical love that made us realize that God is love. It's because of the sacrifice, the unconditional love that He have for us. And who are we? What are what is with men that God is mindful of them? Right, the, in the Psalm of David, it's just really amazing how we can be reminded of our true identity and value that can be found. In God. Okay, my number three, or my point, last point for this episode, uh, as we study this passage, 
let me just remind you that God can make a brand new story in your life. That you're ho- not hopeless. You're not too lost or too dark or too messed up, too late to be redeemed by the Lord. Just like in the story of Jacob, allow God to meet you in your brokenness and He is walking with you during your pain. Allow Him to heal you. Allow Him to satisfy you. And there, during the process, God can make a brand new story for your life. A new beginning. A fresh new start again. Just like when God is given, uh, God gave a new name for Jacob, which he called him Israel. Because on that passage, you'll see, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. You are an overcomer. Don't let your past dictate who you are in the present and in the future. Just like Jacob, you can become Israel. Israel, where God is full of promises. God is full of uh, where God can use your story to make an impact to a lot of people. So I pray that you don't waste your brokenness and bring it to God. Let him mend all of the things that you need healing. And let him use your brokenness to testify to other people that it is not because of us, but it is because of him. And so that's just really my prayer for you. If you're listening right now who is experiencing pain and brokenness, that all the things that you do, the good and the bad, the ugly and the perfect one, it's part of God's plan and sovereignty and story for your life. So don't waste that. That's all for our topic for today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a God of comfort. We thank you for who you are, that you are a God of many chances, that you are a God who redeems us and the bondages of our sins. Lord, help us to fix our eyes on you. You alone can satisfy us and use this brokenness and pain that we have for your glory and use us in this world to testify to other people that even these broken people can be used by you to shine for you to preach the gospel for you Father, I pray for those who are listening who is silently in pain I pray, Lord, that they will bring that pain to you and heal them, Lord heal them every part of them that needs healing and I pray that we surrender this brokenness so that we can experience your breakthrough. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the glory and praises that you deserve. In Jesus' name, amen. So yeah, I appreciate you for listening and staying throughout the episode. I hope that you learn, and I hope that God has been glorified uh, during the discussion. And I hope to see you soon with my next episode as well. And don't forget to rate this podcast and also share your learnings on your stories on Instagram or Facebook. I'll be glad to check that out and let's all bloom together. Bye for now.